Welcome to the Weekly Spiral. You are tuned into episode 22. We are going to recap Championship Weekend. We're going to talk about some ways we think the Pro Bowl might be able to be exciting and improved upon. Uh, and then we're going to give a, a brief tease as far as what we think might uh, go down in the Super Bowl. But first and foremost, how are we doing today, fellas? We got Durgan back. I'm back. Back from my sabbatical. Back in action. <laughs> I've been soul searching after uh, the Lamar Jackson lost and. uh found myself again you found yourself I was, again. I was too high on life that i had to bring myself back down okay well good to have you i'm, I'm glad, glad you came glad back, back down glad to be back casey how you doing yeah you know me and the packers have both been a little bit better but uh we're here anyways and you know there's always next year rough week rough weekend for casey um you know great one for me it is. great one for me great one for durgan and all it. niners fans out there oh yeah head to the super bowl um let's talk about the uh championship games you guys want to you guys want to dive in what do you want to do first uh well let's just rip the band-aid off oh, early let's do it. we'll start with the packers and the niners we'll go in reverse order in the way that they they happen so the late game um the packers fell to the niners um a lot to a little they didn't fall but more than last on their face last no the first meeting we fell on our face this time we stumbled a little bit and then we fell no no down 27 zero at halftime we we got we got a couple of steps in though this time you know we improved from eight points to 20 points that's a 12 point improvement yeah in a month and a half interestingly the niners had 37 points in both matchups too yeah different ways though different ways they went they got to show you the very above average offense when playing the packers and uh in every team you know you might think you can score 37 on them one time and then we'll say hey you can score 37 on us again <laughs> you know however you did. want you can do it uh but i think clearly the better team won i mean i i don't think a lot of people were picking the packers to win there were some avenues for them to to find success but the niners are just a more talented team better coach team and rightfully won. What is disappointing is the 220 yards alone from Raheem Mostert, who the blog post was going to be on this week. Unreal. Uh, and why he Raheem fits in dream. that scheme. Yeah. Uh, he was living a dream. The Packers were living a nightmare. nightmare yeah. So he had 7.6 yards of carry. And um, that's just kind of insane. And we talked way months ago about Mike Penn's philosophy on stopping the run versus stopping the pass. He yep. wants to stop the pass first um, because you'll get more chunk yardage that way, and a bad quarterback will have like an average of eight yards an attempt. Um, and Mostert is almost getting eight yards a carry every single time yeah. he touches the ball, yeah. and that's not the recipe for success against the Niners especially, who – are really really good and I, I think people underrate that offensive line because Raheem Mostert has 3.5 yards before on the season he's even touched yeah so he's he's gaining three and a half yards before a defender before even touches him. yeah yeah and then he has 2.2 yards after contact so just on a generic run he's averaging 5.7 yards a, a, a carry um just based on those two stats um Devontae Adams showed up. He had a good game. Uh, nine, nine receptions for 138 yards. Aaron Jones did fine. We just got behind too early, and it, uh, I think it all comes down to that fumbled snap sort of in the second oh, quarter. Yeah. I'll when, talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Packers finally sh- showed a little bit of life. We're marching, getting a drive together around the 30-yard line. 
it was 17 to zero so we needed something yeah. and if you score a touchdown there or even a field goal you sort of Points. feel like all right we, we're, we can play at least yeah and to fumble that and then have that turn into rapidly 27 to zero um with aaron Rodgers' interception towards the end of the of the first half too it, it just snowballed that's exactly what you can't you can't fuck up when you're playing the niners and the packers did repeatedly i want to hear your thoughts not fumble that, uh, that looked like from my perspective a very business-like decision by rogers i mean he just stood there and let watch the ball i mean maybe he's not going to get it but yeah at least die for it i talked to my dad about this he goes oh well aaron Rodgers doesn't need to do that an nfc championship i don't care who you are you have to at least make an attempt to go for the ball whether it's his fault or not the way he stood there and looked at it on the ground was not his best look in my opinion yeah so calling him cam newton is, yeah. is the deal um it would have been hard to get to because the ball like bounced off it his hands. Down. It went forwards yeah. more towards the defensive yeah. side of the ball. I agree. You gotta just die for it, make move. attempts. Move. Like you never yeah. know. Because he's at one it. of the only. He's literally the only person that knows. What ball? Because the center is going to assume you got the ball. Yeah. Probably he's, he's, the whole offensive line moving forward. Yeah. yeah. The whole offensive uh, offensive line is expecting the regular play going on. Um, so he's really the only one to, that knows. And if you're the only one that knows, you got to know. You move. You, you, you're, it's up to you to recover. Yeah, that, that was the killer for them. That was the killer. It was. That's that's what cemented uh, the expected for me. I mean, it, we showed a little bit of life in the second half, had three straight scoring drives and, and did some stuff, but it, it was just too little too late. So. Yeah, I think that's the key. It was too little too late. You picked up steam towards the end when it really didn't matter. And uh, it's the turnovers. You can't turn the ball over against the Snyder's team. They're they're dangerous as it is. I mean, they're going to score regardless. So giving them opportunities is the, is the last thing you can do. Yeah. And you did it, I think, four times. Mm-hmm. Um, Three, two, two fumbles, two interceptions. They fumbled. They fumbled the interception at the end. Yeah, yeah. So three total. Two interceptions. The fumbled snap. And they fumbled twice, but they recovered two more times. Oh, they you recovered, recovered off one of the them. kickoff. Yeah, yeah. So Aaron Rodgers fumbled another time, but recovered. Yeah. Turnovers are killer. I mean, that's what I think lost the game. You had a little bit of momentum, like you were saying. There was hope. There was a glimmer of hope that, hey, this could be a scoring drive, and and from there, who knows what would happen. But, man, reminiscent of the last game when, you know, first play, I think. Yeah, first first drive. First drive. Well, our first drive, it started way better because we got a three and out, and then we got to, like, the 50-yard line and then punted which yeah. is all things considered like Bad i was all like all right yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that i'll take that over the the last game <laughs> yeah um, i mean enough. statistically you look at this matchup and if you just look strictly at the box score you you beat them in first downs you had obviously way more passing first downs mm-hmm. 16 to 3 passing first downs um they obviously had way more rushing first downs you, you beat them in total yards as well 358 to 354 same amount of total drives uh similar yards per play so mm-hmm. When I see that, it's the turnovers that made the difference. Because 20 to 37, um, three turnovers, that's potentially three you know, yeah. scores. Three so scores. it could have been a lot closer. And uh, credit to that Niners defense, but also the Packers, man. They, they didn't show. I mean, like I said before, the, the rushing issue is the biggest thing for me. Because... It exposed our linebackers. Nobody was was filling. Blake Martinez was 
decent. He doesn't have the speed to go sideline to sideline. Mm-hmm. Uh, he filled incorrectly a number of times. Our rookie, Darnell Savage, at safety, had a really tough game, took some really bad angles on Raheem Mostert a number of times, including that first touchdown where he scored on third and eight. Yeah. Um, just took a terrible angle on him, and he got around the corner. Uh, had a tough time containing him to the outside all game. Like, we were shooting inside a lot, and with a guy that ha- runs a 4-3-4-40, you – you can't do that. I mean, you got to know, you got to play sound defense. And it seems like nobody on, on the Packers wanted to. And we talked about last week, maybe a path for success for the Packers was the pass rush of Zedaria Smith and Preston Smith. But if you only throw the ball <laughs> all times, pass rush there's, no, there's nothing there. Yeah. Um, and we also talked about a, a <clears throat> formula for success for other teams playing against the Packers being run the ball. We yeah, saw it with Philly sure. earlier in the season. We've seen it against other matchups. So I think the Chargers, for instance. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's been an issue, and I'm surprised that there wasn't an adjustment from Pettin. I am too. Because this was the expectation, and I understand in the last matchup it was different. They the yeah. Niners won through the air. You know, George yeah. Kittle had a huge game. I think 130 ish yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo did his thing, and I'm not sure if it was sort of pick your poison, and he just decided hey, we're not going to let them pass on us, but yeah. the Niners have run on all over almost every team they've played this year. Yeah. So The week before, they ran the ball a crap ton of times, like 40-plus times. So it wasn't, yeah. like, it wasn't a new thing. Like They've been doing this the past few weeks. Yeah, it wasn't and a with, surprise. With, with, with uh, Raheem Mostert, too. Like He's yeah. been the guy mm-hmm. since the Saints game, really. Yeah. And there's so, no answer. I don't know if it's a lack of talent. I mean, we it was evident that the linebackers just couldn't keep up. Yeah, and too slow. if Raheem Mostert is at the in the second level almost instantly, and your safeties have to be the ones tackling yeah, him every single play, a lot, of, a lot of time. So yeah. a lot of time we were doing a five man front, which only leaves one or two linebackers, and if those guys fill incorrectly, all of a sudden you're on the third level. Yeah. So it's Raheem Mostert on a safety, uh, and that's when you see Raheem Mostert run over a guy in the first quarter and yeah. almost keep his feet and score like a seventy yard touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, in my mind, your safety that's like last ditch effort as far yeah, as run yeah. stopping. You and don't. He's on them like. Every Pass. play, yeah. yeah. So rough game. I mean, I mean, Mozart hits the hole so hard, and we have guys like Kittle and Juicecheck lead blocking you. Is clearing out lanes. Mm-hmm. It's a one on one with safeties or one on one linebacker who's a step too slow. And Mozart is five ten, one eighty listed, but he runs like he's two hundred twenty pounds because he just goes north and south. No juking. He just takes he one cut and shoots, hits that hole hard. He's a slasher for sure. Yeah. Super disciplined too. He's really tight to the hole a lot yeah. of the time. He follows his pullers, follows his guards, sets sets up blocks really well. And it's makes pretty, good reads too. Pretty as far crazy as. for a guy who didn't really play running back like his entire career. Like at Purdue, he was like their gadget player. Yeah, bounced around, got cut by six different teams, including your Eagles, former Eagles yeah. legend. Yeah, <laughs> and then Raheem even Mostert. So he's not, not, is a third year in the Niners. His first year, I don't think he had any carries. He was just. A special team guy and last year he showed some promise and then broke his arm and this year he was gained four or five carries a game until week 10 11 and since mm-hmm. then he's been a machine yeah so yeah. It's, cool, it's cool to watch i mean i would never would have guessed that he would be the guy but uh my thoughts about the game uh packers are frauds as they have been all year <laughs> unnecessary <laughs> shot Shots oh, fired. To, i'm going in shots fired before the game i was confident but i was almost too confident because i'm like we beat him so bad last time that there's no way it can happen again but look at the Packers' schedule the only team they beat that was healthy and any good no offense eagles were the vikings 
They beat the Chiefs well, with we, Mahomes. We beat them. So. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I'm not, they beat no the, offense taken. They beat the Chiefs <laughs> without Mahomes in a close game, and mm-hmm. they beat the Vikings twice. And the Vikings, <clears throat> they're a good team, but they're not world beaters. So it was, it was a soft 13-3. and They did beat the uh, Seahawks, but they had to buy a week. And Clowney got injured early that game. He probably would have taken out Rodgers like he did once. <laughs> okay. But I mean, a- Aikman said it best. He said they are taking the manhood of the Packers. The Packers knew they're running the ball, and they still couldn't stop them. Well, I'm not convinced Mike Patton knew they were going to do anything. I mean, at, so I, after halftime, you should have figured out, hey, you know what? I think these guys are going to run the ball. Well, we did see. I mean, <laughs> you said it during the game, too. We were watching it, and you could see the box just being stacked, and you yeah, just couldn't. Just pushing them back. They couldn't do anything. Couldn't do anything. Not yeah. like the Niners have big mm. maulers on the offensive line. A lot of quick guys, and obviously they're big. But it's not like they have 350-pound guys in that line. A lot of them are 290, 300 pounds. I mean, you, you, pushing them around. You say that, but I think that, like I said earlier, I think the Niners' O-line is super underrated because they did they're, the same thing to the Vikings, who has a, who have a they're great They're great line. run blockers. Did great against the Packers, who, yeah. while their run defense isn't great, the front three, Zadarius, Preston, and Kenny Clark, are all really good players. And the fact that they're moving them and climbing up to linebackers is super impressive. Their run... Blocking mm-hmm. is great. Pass blocking, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Also, Jimmy G's not great in the pocket as it is. But yeah, run, run blocking there. I mean, them the Ravens, I would say, are the two best at that. Yeah, two different styles. Uh, but yeah, Shanahan called a great game. Wasn't too complicated. Uh, my, my favorite part of the game was the two Debo Samuel reverses. Mm-hmm. And they ran the same play twice, just on different sides, twice in three yeah, plays. Yeah. And the second one went for like 40 yards. Yeah, the, 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 the Packers has had no discipline with like setting the edge either. They didn't. I mean, the, the Smith brothers, as you call them, mm-hmm. they're great at pass rush, but I question their run abilities and setting that edge. It felt a little bit like hero ball to me. Like they felt like they needed to make a play, especially once things got a little shaky. Mm-hmm. That like, hey, I need to like shoot this gap inside and cause a, a fumble play. or yeah. make a big play, and then they lose contain, and then they're popping off. You know what you saw 10 15 yard gains at a, at a chunk on basic outside zone yeah, run yeah. anytime they went outside stretch outside zone it was five ten yards yeah they when they didn't get yardage it was up the middle they tried mm-hmm. to do like a dive or like a trap play yeah but um it was great i loved it i mean coleman's hurt which kind of sucks but he might play for the super bowl uh it's questionable but speaking of the offensive line defensive line niners get hyped up all the time about that but they in the first half especially were just pushing around uh, the offensive line Game pressure on Rodgers. In the second half, they made some adjustments. Looked a lot better. Started challenging Sherman, which they most teams should be doing, actually, because he's, no offense, overrated. But when they hit that uh, long shot to Adams, I was like, okay, maybe there's something there. <laughs> nothing really came up. Richard, you're saying Richard Sherman is overrated? Yeah, I mean, he's still like a very good corner, but he's 30 years old, 31 years old, coming off of Achilles, and he wasn't fast before. He's not fast now. But the thing is that the Niners' other corner spot has been so bad that there's no point in trying Sherman. Yeah. Because once, once you try Sherman and he picks you off makes a play, then he's in the quarterback's head. But I think Mosley played well, though. He did play well. Played very well. He had an interception. Yeah. So he did very well. Um, that was a gift of an interception. Both of those interceptions were gifts. That was a, a gift. Ran a wrong route, right? The receiver? Or he turned uh, the I way. think it was just a bad pass, bad pass. He turned a little late, but there yeah. wasn't really a window no, there. Mosley's a lot better than Witherspoon, who they benched. Thank goodness, but um, I mean Richard Sherman, he's, he's still very good. I mean, but he's not like everyone. Oh, like he's is he a top three corner? No, he's a top 10, 12 like, corner. All your your whole secondary benefits a lot from, from that the pass front. rush, and, for, and the linebackers too. Yeah, 
But um, yeah. yeah, no, Sherman. I mean, the best secondary is a good pass rush. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, last year the pass or the pass rush was terrible, so the corners looked really terrible. bad. Yeah, you get two I mean, guys and Richard Sherman now. cannot get burned if the quarterback doesn't have time to let the route um, establish itself. Yeah, and if I mean, you need time to to run a go route, and if he had yeah, you have like no, max two seconds, no way, yeah. you're not you're not getting that off. So it works. But we did see it. Richard yeah. Sherman got burned by Devontae yeah. Adams. And, I mean, Adams is no scrub. Like he's legit. But if top Adams, five, if Adams is top five, top getting five? past you, imagine what Tyreek Hill's gonna do. Yeah. Okay, the Niners run a lot of quarters secondary. So they have like D four deep mm-hmm. forwards out there. Usually it's Tart who's on uh, Sherman's side. But uh, it was late for that play. But what did they call Tart in this game? They they uh, messed Jaquan up Jaquan or something. Jaquan Tart. Jaquan, yeah. God. God damn it. Jaquan Tart. Jaquan Tart. Come on, Joe he's Buck. actually a very good yeah. player. But yeah, Niners just dominated, and they had Quan Alexander back. I came back last yeah. week, but I wasn't here, so that's a huge addition. <laughs> I mean, him and Sherman are the two like heartbeats of that defense. They're the vocal ones, the ones that make a lot of the adjustments. Uh, even Quan's probably not going to play much against the Chiefs, which we'll get to uh, a little bit later because he's more for now on rushing downs only because he has one arm. Mm-hmm. But um. Having him back was nice. And Aaron Jones, yeah, he hit 4.7 yards per carry. But a lot of that was in the second half when the Niners were playing. It was, it was mostly more in the first nickel. half. I thought second half. I mean, I had touchdown he, second he half. He was breaking off runs early of 9, 8, 7, and seven then, yards. Then, and then we got behind and we stopped running. And then the third quarter first drive, that seven-minute touchdown drive that I had no idea there, what yeah. they were doing, not hurrying up. But well, they ran up a few times scored. on that. They did look yeah. a little bit relaxed like yeah, they, on that I first drive for sure i was like happy that we scored but i was like that you gotta hurry too up long. Yeah. yeah you need a little bit of a sense of urgency even towards the end like they, they never yeah yeah I, I don't know maybe the offense just isn't there as far as the understanding of the the whole team but i mean if, if it's not there in week fast 19 when will it ever be there i dude, i don't know that's that's my only guess as far as that i do have something to say about the packers being frauds because you don't get to the nfc championship by being a fraud you can get, get some luck you can get some good breaks you get embarrassed in the nfc championship by being a fraud uh getting there you're not a fraud to show up to the nfc championship game and go mm. 13 and 3 i can i can list some shit for you right here give it to me okay the packers beat the vikings twice yeah, okay, I, I, yeah. we had to beat them when they had a healthy dalvin cook you know the first time we played them in like week two or three nice blew them out with <clears throat> dalvin cook. yeah and that's what we did when we played them later in the year we blew them out and shut them down and held them to like seven first downs all right so yeah and we beat the chiefs without who, mahomes sure without mahomes we'll see if you can do that next week and then we, beat, we so. beat the we beat the seahawks yeah so that's four that, that wins was, that was that was big that, that's that's your biggest win the seahawks that's four wins this, this uh, at season. home after a bye week sure yeah you, 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 can't, you, you had two shots the, at them you, you played a depleted team and they almost beat you a, an, an inch away from beating you and, and we were bumping you down to the fifth seed yeah, you know what I'm saying? But as a rivalry so, game, you got to throw everything out the window when that's, it comes that's to just rivals going at that's it. That's just not true. The Niners beat the Saints. They beat yeah. the Seahawks. Yep. They beat the Packers. And if Blue the Packers out. are frauds, we can't really Blue count out. that, right? Fair enough. You know? And then you beat the Vikings, who you said are not Vikings. very good. So you have four wins against playoff teams, technically, but two of those you said are frauds and not, not Rams. Good. Good so team. really, you've only beat the Saints. So who's really the fraud going to the Super Bowl here? When you've beat one the team everybody. the entire year. You beat one team. A win is a win is a win. Okay, time out, time out, time out. Give me a second here. <laughs> Let me give a counterpoint. I, just, I was sneak attack here. <laughs> sneak I, was, attack. I was not ready for this. I'm okay. just saying, man. You oh. don't get to the NFC Championship 
or any championship game, you don't get to the, the to the playoffs period by yeah, being you definitely a can. fraud. Rex Grossman made a Super Bowl. That was a fraud team. That was a good team. They had a great defense. Team. Rex Grossman wasn't good. That's Rex Grossman wasn't you're, good, you're, you're but that team was very you're good. Your quarterback, except for if you have the Ravens defense, which is like all-time defense. They don't count, though. So, and, and two of your three losses were okay to playoff teams. We're, we're but you have a schedule. bad loss we're, to the we're Falcons. We're going through a schedule here. Yeah. Bucks, competitive team, but won't count them as legit. Well, we can do the same thing. We can run through the Packers schedule well, and say, oh, right this now. team isn't great, but they beat them. Oh, this team is okay. They, didn't make the playoffs, but they beat them. Packers beat the Cowboys, too. Well, Cowboys, that, 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 that game. That's, that's that, a good that, team. That's, 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 that's the second. That's the second. Actually, take it back. The Packers are a second fraud team. The first fraud team is the Cowboys. Thank God they fired. Sure. Garrett. And that's yeah. pretty hired by McCarthy, actually, in my opinion. But the hiring schedule was much tougher than the Packers. That last half of the season is brutal, and they came out smelling like roses and are in that Super Bowl. Uh, came out almost losing to the Seahawks. And almost only counts in being a fifth seed. Grenades. That's uh, what you're, I, and you're arguing that we we beat teams that are almost up, good. Yeah. <laughs> you're arguing that we be, you beat teams that are, teams that are pa- almost Packers good. Packers had so. shitty. Okay, Packers division was shit this year. Lions were a joke. Really? The the Vikings went to the playoffs. Besides, okay, they're also they're okay team. The Bears okay. were Bears were terrible. Right there though, they Bears were seven were and nine. That that's how bad. The NFL. That's were, about how good the, the Buccaneers were. Team. They were terrible. That's how good the Buccaneers were, which you just cited a second ago. Well, I, I said they're okay. Yeah, but that's what you're arguing. You're saying you beat okay teams. Congratulations. So yeah, did the Packers. Okay, Saints, Seahawks, Rams are better than the Vikings. Hundred percent. I in my opinion. don't think so. Uh, which one made the Which one made the playoffs? The playoffs becomes like a game or two. It comes down to scheduling. That's half the battle. You're losing your argument here, dude. All I'm saying is you don't get to the playoffs and to the NFC Championship on top of that by being a fraud. You're a good team. You beat us. Congratulations. You no, were no, no, the no, better no. team. We, we, we didn't beat you. We embarrassed you twice. You, you twice. were the better twice. team. I've said now a, a number of times. I started the podcast by saying you're a better team. Well, the Packers, yes. are not, you don't get there by chance. You do if you're the Eagles. We got there by chance. And you were See? competitive in the playoff game, even with a backup quarterback. Because that team was and, good and deep, okay, look, look, especially look at the on, on the defensive Look at the Titans. We'll, we'll segue into the next game. The Titans were not as good as the Patriots, not as good as the Ravens, but when it comes to the playoffs, all it takes is one game for anything to happen. You never know. And they were leading the Chiefs early before I think they were clock struck 12. more talented than the Patriots, and I think they were not very far behind the Ravens. Ravens have like twelve Pro Bowlers, and Pro Bowls is how you. Uh, I mean, that obviously, it, it's, a, it's a sign of you're being least good players. You have least established players. The Niners have five Pro Bowlers, like third or fourth most. All right, well, let's just give the the Super Bowl to the Ravens just an honor because they have well, more, saying, more. They have more Pro well, Bowlers. I'm saying they're so. they're more talented, and on paper, they're a better team. When it comes to the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. Dude, like a month ago, you were saying that's full. That's bullshit. The Ravens shouldn't have that many players. They don't no, have no, that no, many no, no, no. I said they're a good team, and I said Lamar Jackson isn't as good because he's a great team around him. That's why I said uh, I things are so. getting heated here on the weekly spiral, guys. Uh, that happens when your team let's, wins. Let's all tone time. it down. I'm let's not even attacking down. your team. I'm defending mine and saying that the Packers aren't frauds for getting to the NFC Championship game. That's all I'm saying. They're, you can only beat the frauds. teams in front of you. I mean, that, that yeah, right? we not, beat four. Not, here's the thing: you beat it's, not, it's not college where you schedule it. Like it's not the like their fault that an easier schedule. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like everyone's oh like they have like a chance to beat the Niners. Oh, like they're a legit like contender. No, I don't think anyone was calling them a legit contender or that they have a significant chance to beat the Niners. I watched Rex Ryan talk about it for 20 minutes. Fucking Rex Ryan. 
Oh, my ears are bleeding. This is your first problem. <laughs> ESPN's problem, actually. Ryan. ESPN's problem. Um, so, that was fun. That was great. That was great. It's also interesting, though, because this was sort of a sentiment that people were echoing about the Niners earlier in the season. Yeah, that, that they was, haven't yeah. played anybody. You know, They haven't had tough competition. Um, I didn't necessarily agree with that for similar reasons as what Casey's saying. I mean, you can only play and do what you can with the teams in front of you. It's also how Which, you beat them, too. Exactly. It's it's how you beat them, and you proved game in, game out that the, you know, the Niners are an elite team, and nobody's questioning that. Um, but I kind of agree. I mean, the, the Packers are not frauds. Are they as good as the Niners? No. No. And we saw that. Let's move on to the Titans at Chiefs. Okay. You can take the lead on this. This is your ex-coach. I'll take the lead Andy on this. Reed. Andy, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. It's your time, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Kool-Aid, man. Let's go. After this podcast, I'm going to eat a cheeseburger and go to sleep and celebrate <laughs> like Andy Reid did after his victory. Except for my cheeseburger is going to be a lettuce wrap because, you know, I'm keeping it tight in 2020. But this game was... Like the Texans Chiefs light diet Texans Chiefs. Uh, yeah. Titans came out. They had the lead for a little bit. They could not do what they do to win, which was run the ball with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had his worst game of the playoffs and maybe even in recent memory. Um, I think he only had 69 yards, magical number, but uh, not nice. enough to get it done. One touchdown on 19 carries. That's not an average that you want to see from Derrick Henry, who's been averaging over six yards per carry throughout the playoffs. 180 yards back-to-back-to-back games. Um, that's not going to get it done. I mean, you're relying on Ryan Tannehill to win you a game, and not he good. has played well enough to game manage, game manage yeah. essentially, and he's made plays when needed, but you're not going to win the AFC Championship game by saying Ryan Tannehill will take the ball, make it happen. Like Blake Bortles' fears go with the Jaguars. He's better than Blake Bortles, but it's it it a similar like concept, though, where he, he's not going to win you the game. He's not going to win you a game, and he didn't lose them the game either. But um, no. the end of the day, kind of what we discussed last week, the pace of the Titans' offense would not be able to keep up with the Chiefs. The Chiefs basically beat them in every stat. First downs, total plays, total yards, total drives, yards per play, passing, uh, even rushing, which is what the Titans are known for. And their leading rusher was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that um, you know, so... You get beaten every stat except possession, time of possession, which was about equal. You know, you're not winning that game. You're not winning that game. Um, you know, it's it was a it was a beat down. The score looked a little bit close, but I felt like the entire time after the first it quarter, wasn't really in question. In after the mind. first quarter, it was even in the first quarter. It just for some reason this Chiefs team to me when I watch them they seem composed and at any time they could just snap, go yeah. off and and have some huge play that. You're just like, well, fuck, we just drove down the field and put in all this effort to score, and they just did it in one play, or yeah. two plays. They had a three-play, 80-yard drive. Fuck, what do we do? Yeah, they're, and now we're the back most out there again. Team. We have to keep up pace, and you just can't. So um, we talked about it a little bit when you guys had your little cat fight, <laughs> but I'm going to be very interested to see how the Niners defend specifically against Tyreek Hill. Yeah, they need to get tough. pressure on Mahomes and not let Tyreek Hill get down the field. That's the only answer. If it, uh, it, I don't think there's a single defender on that defense that can keep up with him. No, I mean there's not many guys in the uh, whole league. Who's the slot corner for the Niners? Kwan Williams might be him. Might have to be him. I don't know. Yeah, the thing is, they put Niners don't ever shadow guys, so they might just put Kelsey in the slot, take advantage of the size mismatch, and then have Hill outside and run him deep. But 
there was a stat I saw today that 75% of Mahomes' interceptions have been against four rushers, which the Niners do almost all Better the time. Better than anyone. So, yeah. I mean, I, I still, Mahomes is the most dangerous player in the league. Yeah. Like, no lead safe. You can be down 27-0, and he could, in my eyes, come back from that. Yeah. I so. mean, the weakness is going to be that defense. You're going to, it's going to be, I'm going to say it. We won't get into our picks and predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to save that for the next episode. But I think this is going to be one of the higher scoring Super Bowls in recent memory. Yeah. That is going to pass the ball, I think, a lot. I think well, they're going to do both a lot. And I think the Chiefs defense won't be able to stop the Niners. But I also think the Chiefs offense is going to be the biggest test that yeah. the Niners have seen yeah. this season. Uh, they're humming. I mean, it's the this game was kind of a contrast of styles where you had the, the tight ends who are physical. They want to run the ball. And then after a while, the speed of the uh, Chiefs has got to be too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, nothing against the Titans. They just are just nowhere near as talented as the Chiefs. And uh, um, I only watched the first three quarters and watched the fourth quarter, but it seemed like fourth quarter didn't miss too much. But the Chiefs scare me to death. Like they're dangerous, and their defense isn't terrible anymore. Like it's not great, but it's not like last year where it was just no matter what happened, a liability. They were, yeah, I mean, the Honey Badger, Chris Jones is back. Uh, from groin injury, so they had, they had some guys on there. It scares me, but um, yeah. In case I let you give the <laughs> obituary to your Titans, oh, my Titans. But uh, Tenhill definitely proved enough to get one more season as quarterback. I was still a draft quarterback if I was Titans uh, and tried to develop someone. I don't think he's a long term answer. But I franchise tag Tannehill and try to ride it out one more year. And you have to re-sign Henry now, which mm-hmm. goes against my philosophy of paying big money to running backs. But yeah. when but when you're that running back is your entire offense, you have to. You got to. And have he's to. he's a unique running back, I think. Yeah, he'll he'll age well. Hopefully, he ages well because he's so big. I don't took think. a lot of carries this year. Yeah, so, he I mean, did. But I mean, he's still like twenty four, right? Or he something. has an injury history. I mean, I signed him to a four year deal. You signed him to a four year deal, and you're going to get your money's worth in that next four years. Yeah. I think like he's he's in his prime. Yeah, I think I might do the inverse. I think I might tag Derrick Henry. And try to sign Ryan Tannehill, and um, I don't know how long you can string that along with Derrick Henry, but I think every team that's signed a premier running back in the it. last four or yeah. five years has regretted. It. I talk about agree. Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell. Those guys are great game changers at their peak, but then if they're not used correctly, or they get beat up, or they start to get some wear all of a sudden you're stuck with this huge cap hit and drain yeah. on your roster that's not producing at the level that they used to. Um, all things being said, I think the Titans are in a pretty solid position. If they can get Derrick Henry back for a couple of years, uh, I don't know if f- four, if you can get, I don't think you're going to get him cheap enough to, to go for four. Yeah, um, they'll go five. Yeah. Uh, you can get Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Conklin back, their, their linemen. Um, and then draft another skill guy for for Ryan Tannehill. I think more speed. I think you got to feel a lot better than maybe Packers fans even do because I feel like Packer fans maybe the window is closing on on that team with Aaron Rodgers um, and not a ton at the skill positions over there aside from Devontae Adams and, and Aaron Jones. But I think you have a young coach that's proven he can compete with the best uh, with Vrabel. He's he's shown that he's on top of stuff, game management, uh, putting his team in a position to win all that kind of stuff, he, he really stepped up this year. Um, he took that team from being 2-4 and four early in the season, made the decision to, to switch to Ryan Tannehill, and then rode those guys to a 7-3 and three finish, 
and stun the Patriots and the Ravens on the road and then be competitive with the Chiefs. It might not have seemed like it at the end, but they were up to a lead. They were competitive up to the first half, and then they even had some life towards the end of the game and and had an opportunity to to get a couple stops to, to give themselves a chance. And... I think most of that core is coming back aside from those those big premier guys. So if you can get those guys back, I think you got to feel relatively good as a Titans fan. Titans defensive coordinator did retire today. He did. He's like he seven did. years Dean old. So yeah. yeah. But so I mean, I, I love Vrabel. I think he's a great coach, but I think he's more of a CEO type yeah, coach where he's not sure. that going to be breaking out X's and O's. Yeah. But from that standpoint, like you said, switching to Tannehill after Mariota, mm-hmm. great call. But I still think the Packers are in a better spot than the Titans because Aaron Rodgers is better than Tannehill by far. I mean, the, the Packers are one good receiver away, which luckily this draft, which will come out more information. Stay tuned. Yes. Deep on receivers. They could draft legitimately two receivers and they'd both be starting impact players next year. Yeah, it's a, they're calling it a historical draft like for receivers. There's, there's yeah. 10 guys who could be first-rounders. They won't be first-rounders, but could definitely be first rounders first round talent music yeah. to the packers ears so i think the and packers the i think the packers a lot of yeah, teams. yeah. A lot let's of teams. go I, mean, I think the packers have a chance to be better next year than this year second year in the floor system not yeah. saying the Titans are going downhill but like the packers like they can get better and yeah. rogers i mean he for the first time in many years had a structured offense mm-hmm. kind mccarthy he was free winging it so if he kind of keeps buying in which he has done so far i think the packers are legit. They're going to compete. I think the Titans are going to compete too. I think they might no, replace. They won't, they won't go away. They might replace the Patriots as yeah. a, a perennial Ooh. playoff team. They'll that's, battle with the Texans. It'll be them and the Texans battling it out for the next couple of years. I think. I think Colts too. Yeah. That, that division is going to be tough. Yeah, the Colts yeah. won't go away because they have talent. They'll need a quarterback. Quarterback. I mean, the, yeah. the t- Titans. I mean, Tannehill. That's a guy, but I don't see him being a long-term guy there. I, mean, I, I, would, already, I would draft the guy and then I think he's almost them. thirty already. So, just sort of by definition. I mean, um, these quarterbacks can play forever now, though. They can. Get them until 34 or so. And 35, 36, even. Yeah. And, and, and but Rodgers is, what, 36? Almost 37? I think he's 37. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Breeze um, is 40, and he's still going at it. Yeah. There's going to be some interesting free agency talks with the the big oh, quarterbacks, yeah. too, that we'll get into later in the offseason. But um, like you guys said, the, the Chiefs can strike at any any moment, mm-hmm. and I think the Niners have a lot of tools to be able to combat that with their their balance and their run game. Sort of like what the Titans wanted to do is establish a lead and then grind the Chiefs out, but they just couldn't. They couldn't keep it up. They couldn't sustain drives to to do that. They had a couple. They had one drive early on that was like eight minutes long and eighty per- yards. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, do that one more time in the game, and you have a real real. That's what they did because the Patriots they just ran the ball and held the ball. Yeah, but keep away. Yeah, yeah, but, but the Patriots are not the Chiefs. No, especially on offense. Definitely no, not. not. Yeah, um, but I think clearly the two better teams are in the Super Bowl, and of the four matchups, I think this is probably going to be the most exciting. Yeah, um, yeah. versus oh, one hundred percent with Packers. I think, I think yeah. the NFL wanted Packers Chiefs for the storyline, the rematch of Super Bowl one, but in yeah. terms of like actual gameplay, this is by far the, the yeah, best, I think most intriguing be option. Game. Yeah. And it's going to be a great game. I mean, this is going to be a game like casual fans who don't watch football. They would go to Super Bowl, just watch commercials and like the party part of it. Yeah. They will be very interested in this It'll game. It'll be the opposite of the Patriots and the Rams last year. Yes, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. please. <laughs> My God. Can't be worse. So I mean, yeah. Um, Almost but, like a, something crazy happens in Florida that week and it rains all the time. Even then, <laughs> the homes can throw through anything, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I think... 
as far as the Super Bowl goes, we won't go super into depth. We'll do our picks next week and do do more in depth stuff then. But I think of the Chiefs as a team that never they sort of were somehow under the radar this year. Like they never yeah. really totally clicked mm-hmm. totally maybe because Mahomes was Injury. injured. Um, but now they're fucking humming. Yeah, and both sides of the ball. If you think back to the beginning of the year with the Niners, they played against the Bengals, and the Bengals were favored right. to win that game. That's right, that at the is beginning right. of the year. That's so crazy, man. the strides both of these teams has made is is pretty impressive, and I'm excited for the the tight end duel. You talk about quarterback duel. How about George Kittle and Travis Kelsey? Yeah. Probably the two best tight ends in the league. I think um, that I read a stat this is the first time that any it, both teams uh, in the Super Bowl matchup have had thousand yard tight ends. Yeah, well, so. Well, evolution so, of the league as well that'll be exciting it's it'll be a probably game. a little bit more well-rounded than than kelsey as far as blocking and stuff goes but it, there's a lot of matchups sort of all over the field that are going to be exciting to to watch so i'm, I'm looking forward even to the it. coaching matchup you have yeah the offensive genius the you know, hot shot kyle shanahan versus andy reed has been doing this a long, long time, time kind of innovator of many styles of offenses and you have the guy who Essentially, blew the Super Bowl, the Falcons, and Shanahan. Yeah. And then you have Andy Reid, who has never been able to win the big game. So someone's going to get redemption. Yeah. Somebody will. So it's going to be it's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. I'm excited for it. Well, I'm nervous for it, but definitely excited. Joe yeah. Montana Bowl. Joe Montana Bowl. tweeted out no matter what one of my teams is going to win. Yeah. And the fact that he even considers the Chiefs to be one of his teams over the Niners breaks my Does heart. Does it hurt you a little bit? It yeah. breaks my heart. But... No, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's going to be a coaching matchup, I think. Touch on the defensive side of the ball. Because you have Magnolo yeah. on the Chiefs, who's... I think if you can create a couple turnovers. Yeah. I mean, they, and Mahomes doesn't turn the ball over. I mean, he does, but like... A lot. Not, not that much. He's not turnover prone. He's not no. Jameis Winston out there. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, 50 as, touchdowns as of late, he's been, he's been humming. He hasn't missed many of his throws. Yeah. 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 But it comes out getting pressure on him. The Chiefs have a good offensive line, so... Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm scared. You should be. Well, Very scared. Let's turn our attention to maybe the most exciting game of the year. Oh, man. The reason why Ooh. I watch football. The Pro Bowl. The best game. Best game of the year. I don't even know where it is. They rotate now. Is it in Miami it's... again? Is it back in Hawaii? Back in Hawaii? In Hawaii? Clearly, we're very dedicated fans, and we know. It's I've watched in Pro Bowl Orla- like in Orlando. Orlando. Nice. Orlando. It's in Pro Orlando, Bowl. Florida. Yes, I got that. Thanks. Not quite as good as Hawaii in my mind. But <laughs> that that no. sucks. If I'm playing pissed off, like I'm, yeah. much, I'm trying to go to Hawaii. Why not just put it in Miami because the Super Bowl is in Miami? So we're talking but, about how to make the Pro Bowl better? Yeah. So Let's, number one, p- put it back in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Yeah. Jeez. Could that actually get players to actually show up? Yeah. That yeah. and also what I think is number one on the list, give the players some incentives, some monetary incentive, but not too much. I don't want them out there trying to – you know, go each other. 100% and risk injury, but make it worth their while. You know, they're, they're, this is a dangerous sport regardless of how hard you're going out there and um, make it make it exciting. So right now the winners get $61,000 and losers make 30000 To put that in perspective, NBA players make 100000 Granted, there's less NBA players, but I mean, mm-hmm. you still got the dunk contest and the three-point contest and everybody in there is making all that money. Give these, give these players some money. Make it interesting. Give them a reason to win. Make it a hundred thousand if you win, and like I don't know, ten thousand if you lose. Or give so them, they feel like they need to win the game. Give yeah. them exposure. Like hype these players up. That the game, yeah, might mean nothing. But look at the NBA, which we'll cover a lot too. The NBA All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Like Dwight Howard got big because of dunk contest. 
Well, he was a great center. But oh, he became a national name because of that. I mean, you see MJ with the free throw line dunk. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's a great player. Yeah. But the moments like that add to the legacy. Playing in a Pro Bowl is not going to add to a player's legacy. So yeah. You have to create these events. You have to make it a whole weekend where people actually want to tune in. Yeah. On a weekend that nothing's going on next weekend. Like There's no big sporting events. Yeah. It's the Pro Bowl. It's a big sporting event. Yeah, you don't think it's a big sporting event? <laughs> they, they, they make there's going to so be dozens bigger. and dozens, dozens of fans. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of fans show up to that. Uh, I guarantee you it makes the NFL a lot of money, though. I mean, I yeah, for promise sure. you they make yeah, their money on still, this. People still watch in. it because there's yeah. nothing else on. Like, there's yeah. literally nothing else to do. Yeah. But you think about similar to the dunk contest. And I know Cyrus was, we were talking before, and Cyrus had the idea of like a crazy catch contest. Yeah. And you think of like Odell's catch. Like yeah. that made him, he, he hasn't Famous. produced, he's a good receiver, but he hasn't produced on that, the level of it, that, the hype of that on map. one play. Put him on the map. So if you're a receiver and you make some crazy thing, you think of all the people that go viral, even like the kicking competition yeah. stuff that like college players do and then end up on yeah. practice squads and stuff. Like that stuff can catch on and you can be famous. You can get an endorsement deal, all that kind of stuff. And I'm looking at a player like, example, this is not relevant to hurt, but Chris Godwin had an incredible mm. year and yet that, Average NFL fan is like, who's, who's that guy? Chris Godwin. Yeah. yeah. Like, guy's a beast, a great player. If you have mm-hmm. him showcasing his talent, doing something cool, oh, wait, that guy's crazy. Like, who is, like, who is he? Oh, wait, yeah. he had like 13,000 or 1,300 yards receiving this year. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, that's a name. You build a brand. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, they, they need to highlight. I mean, the NFL in, in general needs to do a better job of highlighting their star players and making it more about the players and less about the league. Um, they make some money, so they don't like Rob Lowe yeah. disagrees. Rob Lowe. Rob so Lowe. Defender of the Shield. <laughs> Whatever, Rob Lowe. That, that's the greatest hat I've ever seen. I've never seen that. I've never seen that sold ever. I swear. <laughs> officiating hat. He was about to take off his jacket and just go out and officiate the game or something. <laughs> yeah, you're ready to go. Yeah. Sky Judge. Ridiculous, man. Um, but I mean, kind of going along that, there's a lot of things they could do. Like, I know we were talking about, like, who can throw the ball the farthest? I know they've done stuff like that in the past, but bring it back. Yeah. Who can throw the fastest? Clock in and see Those who has the skill challenge. Yeah, like some you, sort of skill you guys challenge don't like even that. need to be pro bowlers. Like you don't have to be a pro bowler to participate in these yeah. events. No, you hmm. should be a pro bowler and you should be, well, I guess you don't have to, like similar to the NBA, but um, anybody, sh- like we should move the pro bowl so that Patrick Mahomes can be in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could have Debo Samuel. Or, Raheem Mozart, Raheem Mozart. guy. Yeah. You know, it's kind of dumb that the, some of the best players on the best teams that make it to the Super Bowl can't participate in yeah. what is meant to highlight the best players in this league. Yeah. So it used to be after the season. It used to be a week after the Super Bowl. We should move it back. Yeah. I don't think it should be before the Super Bowl. Nobody cares right now about the Pro Bowl. No. no. Probably, I mean, people make the argument nobody will care after. But at but the same like time, nice if Patrick Mahomes is in, the, yeah. is in the Pro Bowl, you know how many more people are watching because Patrick Mahomes is in it? Yeah. That's a guy with a brand. But, but granted, yeah. I don't think... You honor he the Super play. Bowl winners or whatever, and then that's your like closing ceremony of the yeah yeah of like hey these are our guys and you get to watch your star players from your team do a couple things and then that's the end of the season you move on yeah maybe you make it you know each team has some sort of representation of some sort yeah, yeah. expand, um, expand the rosters make more guys Pro Bowlers yeah you know it's kind of corny but like so oh like if I'm a Bengals fan. <laughs> I mean, that'd be a tough one, actually. Yeah. Uh, but they have a better uh, example. Um, their no, receiver. Like too. Uh, M- uh, McLaurin. No, um, AJ, um, AJ Green. Not AJ dead. Green. He's Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd could be a Pro Bowler. Joe Mixon. Yeah. No, like he, well, not He's this good. Year. That offensive line just wasn't. They're terrible. Anyways. But, like, yeah, we need something like for a reason to watch or have them participate in one of the events. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's where I think the skills challenge can yeah. sort of create. Josh Allen's maybe can throw that ball fast, day. though. But he will throw far. fast and throw far. Yeah. I want to see how far he can throw versus Patrick Mahomes or versus a Cam Newton back in his heyday. Yeah. yeah. Or what would be cool? Maybe you do like a forty-yard dash competition, yeah. and it's all players who never got to run the forty-yard dash: Lamar Jackson, Tyreek Hill, or a lineman like forty-yard fast dash. players. <laughs> lineman forty-yard dash competition. I mean, fast lineman. Over the summer, they had that like one million dollar race, and Marquise Goodman, Goodwin won it. They had like sixteen people like on oh, the fastest guy in the league, and then of course a lot of guys dropped out, so they replaced them. Yeah. And for a million dollars, and then Goodwin won it. And then they're like, oh, like, did you get your money? He's like, no, I never got my money. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was, wow. it was put on by Ocho Senko. Put on by somebody, so a former player. And then, like, they go, oh, yeah, like, we have all these like, endorsements or like sponsors like, helping us out. And they never, they never paid it. Yeah. yeah that's but, ridiculous. Like, I mean, Marquis Goodwin sucks as a football player now, but he's an, an actual Olympic sprinter. Yeah. yeah. So, like, like that's like these guys up against each that's other. a good measuring yeah. stick. Like, if they can beat him, like, they're Olympic level runners. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, that'd be, that'd cool. be fun. Yeah. I mean, I still don't know if I'd watch it, but, like, it would be cooler to, like, see the recap. Yeah, I'll well, watch the YouTube clip. Yeah, afterwards. yeah. <laughs> hey, man, they make money off YouTube. Yeah, yeah. no, I know, for sure. They would go viral, for sure. Yeah. So. And I mentioned before, in a dunk contest. Get these guys out, have actual dunk contest. I've seen Odell go between the legs. <laughs> I've seen Dante Pettis go behind his back and dunk. Uh, these guys can are great athletes. The NFL yeah. is not going to cross promote the NBA. Oh. With a dunk <laughs> no, no, they don't. They don't. They won't do that. They won't promote NBA, but they'll just do it. They would by doing a dunk contest, though. But you can't. Like, there's no like crossover. Like, there's no like. Oh yeah, it's basketball, but it's not NBA. Yeah, but what do you think of when you think dunk contest? Basketball. What do you think? NBA, of? but like, yeah. still, like, it'd be cool to see. Like, Miles Garrett, six foot five, two sixty pounds, a, a cool dunk, <laughs> a cool dunk, like smashing someone in a helmet, did a windmill with one hand. Yeah. Be cool. Smash someone in a helmet, do a <laughs> yeah, windmill with one hand. Like, oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, that would be sick. I'm telling you, man. That I think that's big time. We're gonna wrap things up on <laughs> million that dollar idea, there. million dollar dunk. Dwight Howard, do it. This no year. one steal Durgan's idea. Right. Dwight Howard, you're allowed to. You're he has intellectual Anyone property. you want, go ahead and steal it. It's, it's <laughs> okay with us. Uh, telling you. That's gonna wrap things up here on episode 22. We are super stoked that you uh, tuned in and joined us on what was a very interesting up and down roller coaster of a journey <laughs> for this episode. Um, Casey and Durgan did not kill each other. They're no. still friends, so just FYI, in case you were listening and you were concerned, still alive, <laughs> still alive, <laughs> still still good. The friendship's still kicking. All um, two weeks. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so with that, uh, we're wrapping things up. Please check out our website weeklyspiral.com we bought the domain it's official you can find all of our information there you can go to all of our social channels you can read the latest blogs we have one coming out on raheem mostert and if you're a niners fan i would not miss this one it's going to be really exciting and uh, casey gave me a little sneak peek and i think it's going to be cool so check it out um please follow us like us all the social channels you know what to do you know the drill we'd really appreciate it um and i think that's wrapping things up here we're excited for next week for the super bowl predictions stay tuned casey and i are tied durgan's not really in this race because he I'm wasn't ten, here i'm 10 and 0 he's uh, not 10 unofficially and unofficially he's, 10 and 0. he's officially zero and zero uh but casey and i are seven and three on the playoffs so far so we'll see how this plays out and so now uh, you had to pick opposite teams. One of us will be crowned and and be the champion of the weekly spiral. I was yes. for the regular season. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. But that's going to end things here. We really appreciate your support, and we'll see you guys next week. Good night. We...
ready. Yup, yup. We ready. Yup, yup. Unlike the Packers. Packers.